Hello everyone and welcome to chapter 74, the penultimate chapter of season 5 of The Last Thoughts of a Busy Mind. This one evoking the ever-present lyrics of Barbie Girl by Aqua named I'm a geeky boy in a geeky world. Yes, when I come up with that name, I high-fived myself. That is... Partially too. Okay, before we get on though, I am recording this at like 1.21 a.m. I wanted to record this at morning, meaning like 7, 8 a.m. But I thought I might, I might oversleep and I'm awake now. I should do it. Considering that what I want to talk about is not really time sensitive. That is weird that I decided to do that. Uh, my drink today is some mojito uh, syrup and water. I just made it. I wanted to make blue croissant, but as I said, I wasn't planning on recording, like, literally right now, what I am doing it. I've had it in a shaker, one of these sports drink shakers, and with a quite unhealthy amount of ice. Tastes amazing. And... I'm both incredibly tired and incredibly energized. We'll get to why. Not in this episode, actually. Um, before we go on, though, uh, a while ago I talked about it, uh, being on the podcast Yorick Radio Productions. That episode is out. There will be a link to it in the description, and I highly recommend you check it out. It was fun, and it's actually a great episode about writing. I talk about why I write, uh, how I write, and I do give some advice for young writers. Young as in um, amateur. But, you know, do check it out. It's actually pretty good. On top of that, last week, my Friday was incredibly busy. Like, uh, I went out talking to a friend about making a video game. Long story. Uh, and then I came home. I was, I uh, haven't sle- hadn't slept for like twenty four hours at that point, and I so I kind of fell asleep. And then I woke up because I had a podcast uh, appointment, and this is the important p- bit. It was all ages of geek podcasts, and I hi- I'm gonna put a link to the website in the description, and I can't really recommend you check it out enough. It was incredibly fun Uh, i kind of uh, had internet problems and it was a mess to get into the interview but even though i was like ready to just fall down like a sack of bricks and fall asleep i didn't it i was actually quite energized while i was talking and that's the subject of this episode i'm a geeky boy in a geeky world because i'm a nerd i'm a geek uh, and you probably know that already i keep saying geek and it reminds me of because today we recorded an episode for uh, wait i've seen it before Ricep, about nightmare alley and there's a geek in that means something else than what i mean and it kind of messing with my head <laughs> As I said, I am both energized and tired right now. It's exactly like how I was last week when I was recording. That though that was like p eight p.m. and I am like recording this at one twenty four a.m. and um, 
there aren't some new things though some new news i'm not gonna tell you uh, until next week um which will be our final episode of the season which we'll get to we'll get to anyways i was as i said incredibly tired but what really sort of energized me was the fact that i started geeking out basically on a lot of the stuff and it's a part of me that i tend to not give it um enough attention basically there are a number of factors there first of all part of it is the pretension that you get from studying cinema you know no 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 i'm not going to talk about the the doc i'm not going to geek out over doctor who or lord of the rings no, no i should geek out over ingmar bergman or jean-luc godard and uh, by the way i hate godard i don't hate bergman bergman was good but you know and there is that so i'm like oh i can't geek out over media properties and part of it is the cynicism of it uh, the second part actually is the cynicism of it that i don't want to in in the sense that oh why would i my identity is not uh, intertwined with these media properties so i don't want to just you know define myself as oh i'm a geek and that's it and i know the fact that i feel so energized when i geek out speak to a deep emotional problem probably some deep social sociological problem i don't know i'm not a sociologist sociologist and uh, it's actually something that i would like to get into but uh, the thing is um when i went there and i i sort of uh, sleep deprivation was certainly a part of it I lived out every filter in my head and I started geeking out. I geeked out about Lord of the Rings, about Doctor Who, about Star Trek. And the host of the podcast was incredible. Like, uh, she sort of uh, went with me. uh, What do you call it? What do you say? What's the adjective? Step by step? No. Um went alongside me like at the same pace as me uh, just talking about all of this amazing geeky stuff and you know uh, there were other stuff we talked about movies i talked about my work all of that but the part that i it's ingrained in my memory is the geeking out over like doctor who like who is your favorite doctor why is that what do you think about the new doctor which is jodie whittaker still and um, what do you think, uh, like, uh, why do you like that doctor? What's the deal with that doctor? And it's it's kind of pointless in a grand scheme of things. It's like, oh, the, the world is burning and you're talking about Doctor Who. And, you know, sometimes to say that, I think sometimes you should. Honestly, because the world is burning and the scope is so much bigger than you in everything and so sometimes you just need to talk about the stuff that you like and i know the fact that the stuff that you like is uh intellectual property in ip is um disheartening because you realize oh it's it's a corporation world's capitalism all of that all of the good stuff (laughs) so it's like 
I know that even that, when you think about it, can be disheartening and demoralizing. But on top of that, I think there's sometimes you just you just have to have fun. Because I love Doctor Who. I know there are problems with it. Not not just story problems. Like there are problems with how it's presented, with how it's distributed, with how it's told. Uh, there are ideological problems with it. There are ideological concepts that are not really welcome in Doctor Who and shouldn't be there. But there are still. Uh, I'm gonna take a sip of my drink. Apparently, when you're supposed to talk for like 20 minutes, you shouldn't drink cold stuff. But the weather is hot enough as it is. I'm not going to drink something hot. That's for fucking sure. I know some people say that, you know, that's actually have an inverse effect. Like if you drink really hot stuff, the heat of your body will be uh, radiating. Uh, uh, I don't know what, what you call it in English. But, you know, uh, the heat from inside your body will travel. You'll become hotter than the weather, and so that will make you feel cold. I don't care. I'm not going to drink fucking tea. So, you know, uh, I know that. And believe me, when I think about that, that is also demoralizing. Again, it doesn't feel good that so much of my life is tied up with intellectual properties. With movies, with studios, with movie studios that I hate, but they basically have me in their clutches. And if I feel like that all the time, I will shut down. And that's why I think part of me just wanted this. Like, I was happy. I was going to talk about Lord of the Rings and not about the um, effects that the movies had on the New Zealand economy and the Hobbit movies. I was going to talk about just let the story have problems and the story, this part of the story was very cool and this part of it wasn't very cool. And uh, same with Doctor Who. Because honestly, at some points you kind of get tired and that's that's the worst part of it because when you get tired that's when you either go to the route of fuck it which is not a good route to go to or you just forget about it or you just shut down and the abundance of depression will fucking ruin your life so yeah i do know all of that and that's the reason i don't usually geek out over this stuff but I want to geek out every once in a while. I want to look at uh, some intellectual properties and say, okay, I'm going to put everything aside. Let's talk about how stupid this story is. Or how badly they fucked up the new Doctor. Like, fuck you, Chris Chibnall. Fuck you for what you did to Doctor Who. I said it in that interview, but I kind of told everyone. So, like, when the first episode came out, the woman who fell to earth... I wrote a, I wrote an essay, uh, a review that was had essay in an essay in it talking about this is the same shit that happened with Star Trek. I named it Doctor Who Discovery. That's a great name. I probably will steal that at some point. And I want to. I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. Fuck off, everyone. 
Anyways. <laughs> you see, th these stuff are fun. I like to do this every once in a while. Because, um, that, that sort of gives me the energy. Like, at that point, I was so tired. And the fact that I could talk about all of this incredibly geeky stuff, about Tim Burton, about, again, Star Trek, that felt good. And because of that, I felt energized to then go and research about Dracula and feel depressed again when you realize, oh, how much of a Dracula movies are actually social critique. <laughs> being an adult sucks. To be honest, being a kid sucks too. Like, I hated being a kid. I hate being an adult. I just hate life. I actually don't hate life. That's the thing. I'm not going to tell you why until next week. But it, something very good happened yesterday. My troubles are so far away. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a geeky boy in a geeky world. And um, that's that. That felt, again, I'm a geek, basically, and when you find, people like me probably know this, I, I did an episode in the last season, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna tell you which chapter it was, um, the name of the chapter was Trekkie Code, and it was chapter 51 of uh, season 4. And I talked about Star Trek, and I talked about how one of my friends listened to me and uh, went and saw Star Trek, and how good it felt to witness that. And there is, because, again, part of your life as a geek is that, oh, you are nerd, is that, you know, you've spent a lot of time investing in these universes, and... Dude, real world, all of that, I know. Oh, fucking hell, I'm so, like, obnoxious right now that I can't even talk about geeky stuff without saying, no, I know the social problems, I know all of that. And that's obnoxious. I, hopefully, I, I will get out of this phase pretty soon. Because, um, it's an obnoxious phase to me. But anyways, um, you know... When you find someone who likes some of the stuff that you do, it's such a magical experience. Uh, I remember uh, one of my friends, I met him over Bojack Horseman. Like I showed a picture, I said, oh, it looks like this other show. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that other show, but you know, Bojack Horseman. I said, no, I've seen it. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. We became friends after that. Or, you know, I've called, I've said it before on the Monty Python episode of Yasp, uh, which was in season two. And I said that, oh, um, the greatest thing about Monty Python is that you become part of a cult in it. Again, it's a fandom thing that you get into it and you can find people who you at least, you know, share your sense of humor by saying that, what, the curtains? No, not the curtains. Which, for those of you who know what that is from, good on you. You are great. You are a great service 
to the world. Keep at it. <laughs> but yeah, the feeling was so good that it actually charged my uh, week. Then uh, on Saturday, something else happened that charged the rest of the week. Then uh, Sunday and Monday was very kind of uneventful. I watched Manchester by the Sea again. And then I watched the new Batman. Do I have time? I don't want to go on a rant about it, especially since we just recorded a YSIB on it. And I think I've said enough about Batman for one day. And I've written a whole thing about it on Letterboxd too. Which I'm going to write here uh, that in my notes that I should put a link to it in the description. Go and um, follow my letterboxd with a bunch of my reviews. And I haven't put all of the movies I've seen on it because my plan is to rewatch a whole lot of them. And I want to write a review for every movie that I put into this um, account. And... So yeah, it's probably, I don't know, I don't think it's even 200 movies. Because I reduced the number of movies I watch quite drastically in the past couple of years. Uh, depression does that to you. And I need to get back to it. Uh, but yeah, I watched The Batman. And then Wednesday, something great happened. Not gonna tell you why. But yeah. Sometimes you just need that one session of geeking out over Doctor Who. And the thing is, I used to have friends like that. But, and this is the downside of the geekdom. Is that when when you become part of a fandom, when you become part of um, intellectual properties kingdom, basically. You are supposed to abide by its rules. And that's the part I don't like. It's like, oh... You want to be a fan of MCU, which I am for the most part. I was. I'm not the fan of Facebook. It's like, yeah, you need to love everything about it. You need to be as hyped as we are. And if you're not, you basically get traitor to the kingdom. Exile. Fuck you. The same thing happened in Doctor Who. Like, when the new season happened, um, happened, yes, that was a... I wasn't mad at it in like, oh, they ruined Doctor Who. I was like, yeah, this is a bad season. Uh, and um, they ruined a doctor for me. Okay, we'll be back when Chibnall lives. And uh, there is another showrunner. And so I wasn't the fan of the new Doctor's era. And I wasn't insulted by it. So I was pushed out of a lot of the discussions of the fandom, and that's the part I don't like. I hate that about being in a geeky world. And I don't have any answer for how we can remedy that. Do you have an answer? Don't forget to send me a comment. If you listen to this on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all of that. The podcast is on any podcast platform of your choice, so go ahead and listen to it on that. If you have an Anchor account, you can send me a message on Anchor, and your message will be played at the beginning of the next episode and you might shape a whole episode around your message. If you are on any other podcast platform, there are probably ways for you to contact me. If you're on CastBox, put a comment. I've uh, turned on the notification and I will see you all 
next week.